Welcome to the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. For over 30 years, Paul Stone has been seriously handicapping college football, college basketball, and PGA Tour golf. Over the past five seasons, spanning almost 600 releases, Paul has hit 55% against the spread in college football, gaining the respect of sports books and bettors throughout the world. He is monitored by highly respected the Sports Monitor of Oklahoma City. Paul has also won two major Las Vegas football handicapping contests and finished in the top four in two others. Each week, Paul will provide exclusive handicapping insights on the podcast. To receive Paul's exact picks each week, you can sign up for member-only access at paulstonesports.org. Now, on to the show. Welcome again, everyone. This is Paul Stone reporting again this week from the hotbed uh, known as the eastern part of Texas. I was looking at the predicted high temperatures for my hometown of Tyler, Texas on weather.com. And today's high, today being uh, Wednesday, June 22nd, today's high was only predicted to be 99 degrees. Uh, It is currently just a couple minutes after 7 p.m. Central uh, on Wednesday the 22nd. I'm not sure what our high was officially today. We've probably already reached it. But looking at the next four days, uh, looks like triple digits each day, predicted highs uh, in East Texas of 100, 103, 102, and 102. Uh, as a guy, you know, myself, who spends a lot of time between Las Vegas and Texas uh, the last five months of, of the calendar most years, I've sometimes been asked, you know, which is worse? You know, Vegas, uh, when it's 115 degrees, but a dry heat? or East Texas at at 102 uh, with the humidity. You know, I don't want to disrespect either locale, either hotbed, but that's a difficult call to be sure. You know, it's like choosing between, you know, taking a butt whipping from from Mike Tyson or George Foreman uh, when both were in their power-punching prime. You know, I think you probably feel about the same the following morning regardless of whose hands uh, you fell victim to. So it's hot in East Texas. It's hot in Vegas, and it's hot uh, a lot of places throughout the country uh, as we close in on the end of June. Uh, A lot of heat out there. Stay cool. Stay hydrated. Be smart. Be intelligent. Keep a cool head. And let's move on now to this week's episode, because that's probably why you're listening This is going to be episode 57 of the Paul Stone Sports Podcast, and it's titled, It's a New Day. You know, today, uh, first of all, is indeed a special day in the Stone household. Uh, It's my wife's birthday. So, uh, happy birthday to my lovely wife, Abby, uh, who it looks like, looks like that says 29. She's 29 today. My notes don't lie. Uh, but in any event, uh, happy birthday, uh, Abby, and hope you had a great day on your day. So today's podcast title, It's a New Day. You know, it means it's a new beginning, a, a new start. Let's wipe last year's slate and the year before that. Let's wipe those slates clean. Let's start anew. You know, besides everybody I believe, cherishes a chance for a new beginning, an opportunity to build on our strengths and 
eliminate, manage, or mitigate our weaknesses. And of course, obviously, this is a handicapping show, so we're going to do this from a handicapping perspective. Uh, with the calendar uh, obviously uh, closing in on and fast approaching July 1st, another football season is just right around the corner. It's going to be here before you know it. I'm kind of counting the days that I have left uh, of preparation before week zero of college football kicks off that last weekend in August. Uh, so it's going to be here. So the timing uh, is certainly right to examine our past processes, our past results. You know, what has worked for us and what is not. Uh, and as I like to say, you know, I often borrow that line from, from Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Bob Seeger: Deadlines and commitments, what to leave in, what to leave out. Of course, from the uh, 1980 mega hit against the wind. So it's an ideal time, you know, to peel back the layers, to do a level and thorough examination and see where we're weak and where we're strong. Besides, it's a new day. To begin this process, you know, ideally, in the past, you have maintained accurate records on your betting history. For me, personally, that's easy. You know, as a handicapper who is monitored electively by the Sports Monitor of Oklahoma City, they basically perform that feat for me uh, in both college football and college basketball, which are two of the three sports that I specialize uh, the other being PGA Tour Golf. So I can literally go to their website, uh, www.thesportsmonitor.com, dating back many seasons. And once there, I, I can view the, the date of a game. I can call up a you know 2017 regular season or 2017 bowls. And, and I can view the date of a game, uh, the side or total uh, that I recommended uh, at a widely available line uh, at the time of release. And then certainly, ultimately, whether the play was a winner or a loser. You know, what more could I need? Uh, and one of the beauties of this, uh, the Sports Monitor's website, is not only can I see it, but members of the general public can view this very same information by visiting the site. Again, that's the sportsmonitor.com. You can see my records there for many, many years. I paid to be monitored there. Uh, for a number of years, and you can see other handicappers as well who are bold enough and confident enough to be independently monitored by a third party. So it's easy for me. You know, uh, I'm, I'm, I have a, my records. I can call them up pretty easily, and I can get a lot of information from uh, just looking at what they've maintained for me and what stays in their database. However, you know, I realize most of you don't have, you know, this type of advantage or convenience. You know, perhaps you've, you, however, maybe have tracked your plays manually, you know, through the old pencil and paper method for some period of time, or maybe you've even used a computer program and done a little data entry uh, and kept your betting records in that fashion. If so, you know, you've got some records to go by to perform an examination. Again, what are my strengths? Am I better at size or totals? Is there a particular league I thrive? Or, or maybe my you know, history indicates I should avoid uh, this sport or this league at all cost. You know, have I been have I been successful betting favorites or underdogs? 
And to be even more specific, small ones or large ones. Maybe my performance is pretty even regardless of the point spread. Also, am I, am I a better handicapper at the beginning of the season? Maybe at the end of the season or the bowls? You know, and of course, maybe you look at all this and you really don't find any discernible differences, but I think you will. You know, furthermore, to kind of extend the, the, the thought here, am I better at this sport or that league? You know, there's so many questions that can be answered through just maintaining basic, historic, accurate records of your past betting history. Of course, you know, I know most of you probably haven't uh, maintained a record of your plays, you know, through the years. That That's pretty normal. I think the vast majority of bettors, I would probably say more than 95% probably have not. But if you haven't, you know, I think you're left with two choices here. You can perhaps try as best you can to reconstruct your most recent season, you know, to the best of your ability. And that can obviously be dicey because it was it was a while back and you're not going to remember every game. But maybe you can at least come up with some data. And you have to be honest, obviously, or the data is of no use. Or, you know, if you don't have the ability to or the memory to do that, you can just, you know, start maintaining accurate records uh, beginning as early as today or, or during the upcoming season. I just believe there is great benefit to maintaining accurate records and, and primarily, you know, just because it provides, you know, a clear picture of what's working for you. And I think equally as important, what's not working for you. I think sometimes as handicappers, we fool ourselves into you know, thinking we're quote-unquote good at handicapping a particular sport or a particular team. You know, besides, that's my favorite sport, or, or that's that's our team. You know, I've been following them all my life, and, and I know them inside and out. Hogwash. You know, knowing a team's historical record against every team it's ever played or being able to, you know, recite their their entire starting lineup, say, from a, a big game played 20 years ago, has absolutely nothing to do with being able to professionally handicap an athletic contest involving that team and to determine whether value might exist uh, in a certain price or point spread in a contest involving that team. You know, that that's one reason why, you know, I, I'm not picking on commentators on television, on the major networks. They provide us a lot of great football games. Um, and, and certainly, you know, compared to 20, 30 years ago, I mean, now you can almost watch every game in some, through some form or format, almost every game being played in college football. But people who have knowledge, who maybe are around a team or maybe have played a sport, I'm going to kind of pick on commentators and let's say ex-athletes who are on major networks and with the proliferation of, of sports betting uh, now in more than 30 U.S. states, I believe it's legal to bet on sports. Some of these guys have kind of received uh, instantaneous seal of approval as now being qualified to provide expert handicapping advice. Uh, and these guys generally, uh, 
not always, but these guys are generally best left alone. You know, one of the many pitfalls I think we have to avoid as handicappers are personal biases. You know, the most talented handicappers have virtually no biases. They're non-emotional. They don't have to bet on their favorite team or avoid certain teams either way because of their emotional investment, pro-archon. The only investment these guys concern themselves with is their financial investment. You know, it's 11 to get back 10. Work your process. Selectivity. Get the best number more often than not. And add it up at the end of the day, end of the week, end of the month. You know, how, you know, however often you might check the scoreboard and then repeat that process as needed. You know, athletes who are now commentators, they played with a lot of other different athletes throughout their career. And they were coached or had relationships, you know, with countless other people. And I think more so even than your typical Joe Public, I found that athletes with a microphone can sometimes have an even greater difficulty setting aside those relationships when they're providing, you know, analysis or information. And, and so to be abundantly clear, first of all, I would never, regardless of whether, you know, I don't think they're a homer or showing favoritism to guys they played with or GMs or coaches that they were involved with. I'm personally, I'm not going to lean on a, a television commentator for any piece of my handicapping puzzle. Maybe information about an injury, if I think their information has integrity, it has value, and it's not just, you know, some uh, random uh, heard it through the grapevine and I don't really feel good about the information being valid. But other than that, a, a piece of injury information, you know, I'm not leaning on them for anything to be blunt about it. You know, I'm, it's not only athletes, it's basically anybody. I'm pretty much an army of one, like those slogans win. I'm pretty much insulated. I pretty much do my own thing. I don't like to be influenced by outside person's opinions a great deal or, or information. I'm very confident in my process, and I don't want to clutter my mind, clutter my thought process with a lot of different information that sometimes can be conflicting, so that can be tough too. But, uh, you know... I don't, again, I don't, I'm not a comment, I'm not one of those commentator guys, you know, I'm not going to know who's calling the big games on Saturday, you know, I don't know or really care who's announcing the game, you know, oftentimes I'll even mute or, uh, you know, mostly turn down the sound just to prevent uh, any measure of external influence creeping into my thought process, because Saturdays are spent watching games, but also formulating my own personal lines for next week's games. That's what a lot of Saturday is for me. You know, sometimes there are a lot of guys, I'll just mute period to be honest about it. Some guys seem to, you know, kind of be more focused on their, on blending politics with sports rather than providing some insight, uh, which may be of value to some member of their, uh, of their audience. But, uh, you know, if I want politics, I'm going to watch C-SPAN. Uh, if I'm watching sports, you know, I prefer to be served or provided sports. And there you go. That's probably the extent and depth of my political commentary on this podcast for the next six months, maybe even the next six years. You know, as I like to tell people uh, when prompted, uh, people don't care 
about my politics. They care about their politics. So I always keep that in mind. So one of those things I don't talk about a whole lot. So now we're going to do a little uh, promo for my service, Paul Stone Sports, on my website, paulstonesports.org. Uh, I currently have a promotion that goes through the end of the day, next Thursday, June 30th, $499 for the full college football season from the opening weekend, week zero, all the way through the national championship game in January. And then the bonuses that are associated with persons that people who sign up by June 30th, the bonuses that persons receive, they receive the week one selections in college football that I've made to this point, my college football game of the year plays made to this point, and my regular season win total recommendations. And additionally, if they wish, and uh, I really enjoy doing this. It's uh, It's been a pleasure. I did it last year. This is the second year that I've done it. And I had a lot of nice conversations. But you'll get a 30-minute phone call. And we're not going to strictly adhere to 30 minutes. If you want to talk less than that or more than that, uh, we'll make it work. And uh, we'll be reasonable. But we'll make it work. And we'll talk about all things handicapping, uh, college football, teams, thoughts, pretty much anything is uh, – on the table, and you would get that 30-minute or longer phone call. So $4.99 for college football with all those bonuses through Thursday, June 30th. Also, currently, my college football, college basketball combination uh, package priced at $7.49. And then my all-sports package, which gives you 365 days of all my selections in college football, college basketball, and PGA golf for $8.99. Again, that's paulstonesports.org. Got a golf tournament teeing off tomorrow at TPC River Highlands uh, there in Cromwell, Connecticut. And uh, it is indeed the Travelers Championship. I'm going to give you a full tournament matchup. Again, it's uh, a little bit after 7.20 Central on Wednesday, June 22nd. This tournament's going to fill up, uh, or going to tee off rather, and probably fill up. But it's going to tee off really early tomorrow on the East Coast. And uh, those of you listening uh, you know, before it gets too late Thursday morning, we'll receive hopefully what will turn out to be a bonus piece of information in this full tournament matchup. It's a matchup involving two of the game's best players and the first of the golfers in this full tournament matchup. They don't tee off tomorrow until 11.40 a.m. Central Time. So it's going to give, you know, people even listening to this Thursday morning, uh, perhaps will be able to uh, partake in this if they choose to. And this full tournament matchup, Pits the number one golfer in the world, Scotty Scheffler and Patrick Cantlay. Uh, Scheffler, a minus 125 favorite over Cantlay in this full tournament matchup. A lot of folks, frankly, they're touting Cantlay this week. But I'm going to take the number one golfer in the world at what I believe is a very fair price of minus one and a quarter. You know, we only have to win, does Scheffler, five out of nine times at minus 125 to break even. Uh, and I'll take my chances with uh, Scheffler at that price. You got Scotty Scheffler in his last 10 stroke play events. He has four victories and a pair of seconds. So he's either finished first or second in six of his last 10 stroke play events, including, you know, last week he almost got in the playoff for the U.S. Open, tied for second last week at the U.S. Open. The guy's on fire. He's the best player in the world. Got his head screwed on straight. Can't lay. 
you know, he's he's been playing well. I mean, he's one of the top golfers on the planet as well. But I just think getting Scheffler at minus 125, I think the price is a little bit juicy. I had it closer to, to 140. So I'm going to take Scotty Scheffler minus 125 over Patrick Cantlay in a full tournament matchup in the Travelers Championship that begins tomorrow, Thursday, June 23rd on the East Coast. That's going to do it for another edition of the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. Remember, it's a new day. It's a new start. It's a time to figure out, you know, who we are. Again, where, where we're strong. You, you got to, whether you're talking about your sports handicapping self or your humanitarian self or your husband self or your dad self or your friend self or your employee self, we're always Hopefully, we're always examining ourselves. How can I get better? How can I improve? How can I be better tomorrow than I was today? And then better, you know, two days from today than I am tomorrow. I think we're always, hopefully, if we strive for the the clouds, if we aim to be the best we can be, we're always seeking ways to improve. And I think it's important, you know, to know, to since this is a... Uh, this is a cash-based business, you know. Most of us are doing it for a, a hobby, and uh, it's just, you know, having some skin in the game and sure we want to break even or make a little money, but, um, you know, we might not be in it as a, you know, full-fledged professional uh, who's betting a lot of money, you know, trying to make their living and pay their bills and buy their meals through it. But it's still important, no matter what level you're participating in the marketplace, to be the best you can be, to... Again, see where you, I mean, if you were an athlete, for instance, or maybe you are an athlete, you're going to, you know, you're going to play to your strengths. You're going to uh, try to avoid your uh, weaknesses or mask your weaknesses. And in betting, since we are able to decide which games we bet and which games we don't bet, as important of a piece of what we're talking about is perhaps to figure out where you're weak. Man, you know, I thought I was really good in the ACC. You know, I live here on Tobacco Road and follow those teams, you know, right and left. I go to media days every year. I've got all the press guides, name every player on every team and that type of thing. And then you see that, that you're losing. You know, you never thought you were. A lot of times when you keep accurate, accurate records, you're going to find out things you really didn't think were there. Uh, so we can all be uh, improved and enhanced by this uh level of accountability, this layer of accountability. So if you don't already, you know, make it a, maybe make it a goal this year in 2022 to keep accurate records. It takes a little time. Uh, I can't recommend any particular programs. There's a lot out there. I'm sure that you can find some probably at no cost to maintain accurate records of your, uh, of your wagers. But uh, good luck this year. Uh, we get close to July 4th. A lot of people are going to be traveling safe travels. Uh, Have a great rest of your summer, and until next time, signing off, I am Paul Stone. Thank you for listening to the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. And visit paulstonesports.org to sign up for member-only access to Paul's college football, college basketball, and PGA Tour golf picks and predictions.